This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Forever. Dog. We're here now. We handled it as well as we could. Um, and we hope that this brings some clarity to the to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley, I hope that this helps you feel more like just more comfortable on the internet generally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Mac, I hope that you burn that wig. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. But maybe we should do some bantering. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should start. <laughs> That'd be like the first, the first clip of the episode is you saying maybe we should like do some bantering first. Hilarious. Maybe we should like have some fun first. Like, a welcome bit. back weeks later okay. to the Chosen <laughs> Family podcast. It has been a full calendar week mm-hmm. since we have last met, and you know this because we're no longer we're in, in different clothes except right. for yep. Ashley. But Ashley looked so good in that shirt that she just had to, had to keep twice. it on. Yeah. Which we've um, all been there. What What are you guys actually doing for Halloween? Do you have Halloween plans? I, I don't really. No. I, I just, my, no. <laughs> yeah, me neither. No, I don't. I don't have anything. Do you guys like... want to come to Missouri? No. You guys should come to New York. Okay, my girlfriend wants to come to New York so bad. Come for Halloween. Jen's gone. I'm we lonely. We have plans for Halloween, and this is like the last time I'm seeing my friends for a while. So I actually have part two. Last desire time to be here for a while. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll probably be here like next spring. Yeah, you but, will be. Uh, hi, hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Chosen Family Podcast. Nice talk, oh my nice god, are we doing it that early? Are we on I just, it? Why not get it out of the because way? Because we Let's were bantering before the banter. Yeah. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chosen Family Podcast. Oh, my God. We're doing it, like, right now. Woo. Su- was, is this sub two? Is that a new record? I think sub so. two. I think we might We've, have We did one sub three. We had a sub three. Well, but now we're not th- going to get a sub two oh, if sorry, we don't sorry, keep sorry. talking. <laughs> if you guys keep talking about all these subs, I'm going to slide out of my chair. So I'm sorry. I'm really Wait, sorry. What? It's like oh, a, I get it. Oh, a, I introduce it. yourself. We're not going to be sub three. Was not thinking. God, Elena, get your head in the gutter. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Elena Joy. I'm your mom. <laughs> I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm your dad. I'm Mac and Jimmy. I'm your hot teenage brother. Baby. Baby. Mac is baby. Look, and we did it. this is the Chosen Family Podcast. Every Wednesday, we put out new episodes where mm-hmm. we sit around the family dinner table and we talk about things and we answer your questions sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you want us to answer your question, where do you we can get them from, the- Mac? You, I had a flow going. Sorry. And you know how hard it is to really remember w- the Patreon to, name. Sorry, I wanted Son, to get here's in there. the thing about women, okay? <laughs> they talk a lot. And they're gonna interrupt you. Alright? So next time you, you've got a little flow going, just tell your... Use the back of your hand to tell your broad to shut it. Okay? That's what that's what men <laughs> Thank do. Thank God this podcast is virtual. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Ashley Gavin, your dad. I am. I'm your father. <laughs> what are your favorite seasons and why? What's your favorite season? Because I just absolutely. Fall. Yeah, fall is absolutely so fun. Fall. I love fall. Now is hitting. This. This yeah. is my favorite season. Cuffing season. I used to say summer, but it's just gotten too hot. Yeah, global Do warming. Do we celebrate each other's summer. birthdays? 
Have we no, have we wished each other happy birthday? I don't think Ever we've done this birthday things. No, I don't think so. Actually, because we've been that's we record in such like that, that we is crazy. scattered. That's true. That's true. Actually, that we don't do that because my well, birthday is coming up. I know. Your <laughs> like, well, Ashley, give me first. <laughs> I'm a, a week before a birthday. Hey, guy, we should start celebrating birthdays. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if we just started celebrating <laughs> birthdays? Um, well, after the Father's Day fiasco, you guys kind of owe me one. Uh, Your no, birthday card is actually, in the mail. No, that's fine. I, I actually, you guys know I don't give a fuck. I'm not like a big like gifts person i'm not like mm -hmm. a, i don't okay. really need a lot you i like, like experiences i yeah, do quality time yeah i much prefer oh oh my god guys what i have the best update but i can't share it what why would you why would you do that? that bro it's such why a good would you update do that you know it's why a good update when the bros it? come out yeah ashley <laughs> when the bros why come out i was picturing real bros i was like looking behind my camera for two men <laughs> hey guys walk up for behind two large you. men in every baseball time you say a sentence they're like right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um Okay, I just, it's one of those things where, like, I kind of got myself into a fluke situation uh -huh. where I got something amazing from a fluke, and I'm afraid if I talk about it on the internet, it will be yeah. taken from me. Yeah, and it's don't do so it. good. No, do just no, tell I'm, us, and we can, no. we can help you. We'll, we'll protect it. Okay, wait. We'll protect it. Danny, bleep all of this. Bleep this all of cruel. this. This is cruel. Tell and us. we'll just have the re you guys' reaction. Yes, this okay. is cruel. Not, okay. No, it's not. We okay. love it. Okay, so... And because I'm a... Wait, what? Dude, what? I don't think that's a fluke. I think that is karma that's for the karma. hell you've been living in. <laughs> exactly. If I'm being completely honest. Exactly. I don't think you have to worry. Like, that's not going has, anywhere. The universe. Isn't that incredible? The universe taketh away. That is like the you were taken away first. Ever. The universe Holy took shit. it away and now it's given. Yeah. I, I mean, like when I saw it, I was like, this is crazy. And the best that's part is that well that's not the best part the best part is the thing itself but another really <laughs> nice part of it is danny can how much of that can you leave that doesn't give away what it is, this is <laughs> that's dude that's that's better than i was could have even expected anything about that yeah. you could have just said this yeah. is fantastic holy shit wow so that's nice wow well I <laughs> so that's the that's the giveth Speaking of taketh away, the taketh away was pretty bad though. Yeah, yeah well, I was gonna say, was it worth it? Was like a no, lot. no, no. You're like, I am now. Actually, I'm grateful for the taketh away. <laughs> Very grateful. No, I, I am grateful. Should we? Should we? Should we? <laughs> I'm nervous. Should we it's talk? Been ten I, minutes. You, yeah, it's been. Ten... <laughs> <laughs> you guys seem pretty happy to discuss it too. I'm sure you guys have been. We, we talked yeah. and, uh, you know, as you guys know, I was re recently canceled on the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been kind of keeping it. I will start by saying that I have not been the easiest person to work with since it happened. And I'm sorry. Um, that's just like the first thing I'm going to say. Well, you've kind of oh. been living in hell. So I just, yeah, you've been trying to to manage what's been happening and then also manage your own 
personal life, your health, your friendships, and then to have those friendships, and I'm not just talking about us two, but to have those friendships also caught up in a professional relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and have to keep working while you're pretending yes, basically yes. that it didn't happen so that you can like mentally to keep working. That. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I met my girlfriend, my now fiance, on Hinge. No joke. <laughs> I met her on Hinge and I can confirm I have now deleted the app. <laughs> Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on their similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. For example, some of Hinge's brand new prompts include, the first time I knew I was gay was, or gender euphoria for me looks like, and of course, my chosen family is the best at, I don't know about you, but I would say that my chosen family <laughs> is best at supporting each other no matter what. We have supported each other through some ups and downs, let me tell you. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart and Protein Plus. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Staying healthy and taking care of myself always helps me to stay grounded when things get hectic. I'm really looking forward to getting my factor meals so I can save time in the kitchen and focus more on other stuff, not having to worry about what I'm going to eat that evening. I can't imagine how much time I'm going to save with the meals being ready in two minutes. And I don't have to worry about shopping, prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash chosenfamily50 and use code chosenfamily50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code chosenfamily50 at factormeals.com slash chosenfamily50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Let me... Let okay. me address that part first. So yeah. obviously we're talking about like the thing that happened in Indianapolis and like the fallout online. And I, mm -hmm. I just want people to know that the, the, the only reason, the big reason that I haven't been talking about it is because immediately, and I mean immediately, the next day mm -hmm. I got doxxed. My girlfriend got doxxed. They threatened to dox her family. And mm -hmm. at while that was happening, I was receiving some death threats that were quite graphic um yeah. and you know pretty pointed and then over here on this side um uh my shows were being threatened with her harassment mm -hmm. and then some threats i think within a few days started coming in from the right wing side of things people who were anti-semitic people who were mm -hmm. um transphobic who who and homophobic so I want people to understand all of that is happening at the same time from yeah. different groups of people, presumably. But my worst fear, what's always been my worst fear as a comedian, as a gay comedian with a massive gay audience where gay people and my public, you know, 
my worst fear is that someone would want to hurt my audience. So, Mm -hmm. and my family, my girlfriend. So like that was all happening at the same time. And a lot of people were like, why did it take you so long to respond? Mm -hmm. And why have you taken so long to talk about it? Uh, I got this basically advice that responding at all could make this bigger, more widespread and worse. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of pick between whether or not I was going to talk honestly with everybody or potentially have someone hurt me or my Mm -hmm. fans. So it was a really uncomfortable position. I'm sorry it it took me so long to talk, but like that was the reality that I was Mm -hmm. living in. This was not just right wing directly to me. There were people who knew that this these this chatter existed on right wing platforms. Mm -hmm. That's what really freaked me out was like and this is the the piece to that I wanna say is like I think that we're also a bit just like as uh, internet people, as people who consume internet content, I think we're a bit desensitized to this phrase death threats because like it it gets thrown around, we hear it. It's like, I was receiving death threats. People don't, I don't think actually think about what that feels like, what it looks like, how scary it is, especially when you have people not just sending anonymous death threats but they have your information they yeah. have your girlfriend's information. right they're calling yeah. my girlfriend they're exactly. saying like my girlfriend's you... parents names and my schedule is public exactly your i schedule mean everyone is knows and... where i am all the time like yeah. that's so... really really scary like yeah. unimaginably scary um, and I, I just want people to to take a second with that yeah it looks terrifying you know the number one thing for me was my audience yeah. That was because that's something that I've thought about that I think about. Yeah. Um, so that's why it took me so long to do so many things. Mm-hmm. The other reason, and this is the part that might take a second, was because. Oh, man, like. I then when I was I, I humiliated this girl and I, I feel very badly about that, mm-hmm. but I was also put in a position where you know, how do I, the audio and the story that was released did not match what I have on tape. Mm -hmm. So then I was put in a position where everyone, you know, is very upset Mm -hmm. and I understand why they're upset. I mean, I watched this, the, or I heard the audio and I Mm -hmm. was upset. Yeah. Um, out of context that it is pretty disturbing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had this situation where I was like, if I try to explain what happened here, am I going to be read as defensive and Mm -hmm, is it going to make it worse? Mm -hmm. And so the choice that I made was to apologize for the portion that I am sorry for, which is for humiliating, you know, humiliating the audience member. Mm -hmm. Unintentionally. uh, Unintentionally. Yeah. In the context of this comedy show. Thank you, Elena. That's nice of you to add. What you're doing is like you're saying of i just let i guess what's yeah sorry before you jump in let me just explain what actually happens at a comedy show Mm -hmm. and like what because i think so many of my fans are new to comedy and so they've never been in that environment a lot of them aren't even old enough to go into that environment so i understand why this is super confusing especially given the audio that was released yes Um, out of context on its own it sounds shocking i mean like really not good no. Um, yeah. 
so when I apologized, I was like, I'm going to apologize for the part that I can control that I, you know, own up to. I hurt this person's feelings. I really humiliated yeah. them in front mm-hmm. of a group of people. I do apologize for that. You never want that. But by That's doing so. That's not the point. That's not what you're trying to do. Right. Obviously. I'm trying to have a comedy show. Yeah. But by doing so, what I did was imply that the whole story was out there. And that. Um, right. Yeah. For my integrity, right. I think, and my emotional piece of it was probably, I don't want to say a mistake because I did the best I could with what I had. Mm-hmm. And um, what here now I'll go into like what actually happened. So you guys have both been to my comedy shows. You might mm-hmm. remember that at the beginning of the show, I go on stage and I do a bunch of really, really dark jokes. Mm-hmm. And the reason, and I tell people, this is what you're going to hear. It's satire. It's not real. Like, we don't want you, um, because they've never been to a comedy show before, I'm like, we want you to laugh. We want you to clap. But we don't want you, like, screaming. We don't want you wooing. We don't want you yassing. Because so many of my fans are, like, new to comedy that they mm-hmm. don't realize what a heckle even is. So. Yeah. Which and a heckle is any interruption to the comedian what uh, that is not a laugh or clapping mm-hmm. or like or a group asked for reaction or a- exactly yeah. yeah exactly. like an interaction like I am now speaking to you hey what's your name what's your yes. job let's yes. you're a part of the show now yes exactly so at the beginning of the show I have all those jokes that I do and they're really dark they're very dark um, and out of context they sound insane you know mm-hmm. when i go to missouri for example i'll do this joke where i'm like and if you guys don't laugh you know i'm gonna shoot up the whole place i bought an ar-15 at the airport you know it's missouri you got to do what the people do they're mm-hmm. like they're so over the top dark and look if that's not your favorite style of comedy that's totally fine that's but, okay mm-hmm, yeah. yes yeah, yeah exactly but like that's what we do and one of the jokes that i do is um uh, and you know this is dark, so skip forward. But like, uh, one of the jokes is, and if you thought that I sincerely want to shoot up the audience, kill yourself. If you thought that was sincere, double kill yourself. Mm-hmm. No one's pro suicide. Go ahead, tweet that I'm pro pro suicide. I'm like mm-hmm. nobody is. I'll retweet yeah. that shit. So that's, that's part of that the show. Whole it's thing happened. It's part of the show. It's setting Every up show. the audience, and yeah. it's like, even with. I feel you those, You guys saw it at your shows. Yes. yes. I've and been like, to like, what have those, I been to now? Three or four shows? It's been at all of the shows. Yes. And yeah. the joke, the joke is not you shooting up the audience. The <laughs> joke is that you can buy a, a gun, gun at, at the, the airport. The, at the, airport. the joke Thank you. is yes. that... Yeah. That what we're supposed to laugh at is like the... Pain release. The ridiculous... Basically, yes. how insane gun violence is in the U.S., mm-hmm. And how, despite that, you can buy guns anywhere. Yeah. That's the commentary that you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's also just like a commentary on language in general and how this is the one space where we can say these things and they don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. During this portion of the show, I was heckled. And the heckle was the same person. And the heckle was during the pro-suicide bit. I heard, I tried from the audience and I decided to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Later on, when in the show, uh, you know, oh man. Mm. Part of the reason why I didn't want to talk, I don't want anybody going after anybody. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was a mess. It happens mm-hmm. in comedy all the time. And security wasn't in the room at this show for some reason at this moment, which is another reason why it, it became so escalated. But basically, there was a period in the show where the heckling kind of shifted into more... When someone's just talking loudly, you sort of ignore them, which is what Mm -hmm. I was doing. But then it got to the point where I couldn't, you know, it was targeted. It was like kind of yelling and wooing to draw attention to themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. she kind of had her hands clapping over her head. And as -hmm. she was speaking to me, she had her arms out wide. She had her arms over her mouth. Like it was a very clearly, uh, you know, uh, wanting to interact with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so because of that, I... Um, well, and cause I, can I, I'm just trying to speak to like, as if I'm, I'm imagining being a listener, right. And like hearing this whole thing. Also, even if that wasn't her intention, which it's like it, your perspective is that, oh, this person wants to engage with me. They want to be a part Mm -hmm. of the show. And even if that wasn't the case, right. Even if she didn't, wasn't trying to engage in that way. You I can't, can't know. know that. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. this is where I yeah. really want everybody listening right now to understand that like everybody in this situation was doing the best that they could. Right. Yeah. Maybe it didn't, it obviously didn't go the best that it could, but everybody did the best that they could. Well, yeah. Let me just say that my first reaction was not to speak with, with her. My right. first mm-hmm. reaction, I actually uh, shook my head and went, like because and that's mm-hmm, why yeah. on the audio tape you start to hear laughter even though nothing is being said yeah. that's why with yeah. these audio tapes like you can't really understand what's happening because you don't see my facial expressions yeah which is a huge huge like i yell yeah. and say the darkest shit ever if you don't see my face yeah. you're really not gonna understand that i'm messing around my smile yeah. while i'm yelling is very important yes to see yes it's very important yeah. and so anyway when the yelling started you know which was prolonged mm-hmm. i shook my head the yelling got louder so i playfully went Whoa, like that I, mm-hmm. I flipped flipped her off the yelling went and that's when i first said kill yourself you know, and if you listen in the tape, you can kind of tell it's like much lower energy. And then I heard the second time I tried, which firmly, I cannot overstate this. I thought what was happening here was this person wanted to engage with me because mm-hmm. as a comedian, the thought, first of all, it was an enthusiastic. I tried. It wasn't like withdrawn. The The facial expression was mm-hmm. smiling, um, you know. A lot of people try and joke with you. They make their own jokes from the audience. They think that Mm -hmm. that is appropriate. Um, Especially with your audience. Especially with my audience. So, like, I I really thought that she was messing around. And then when it went, kept going back and forth and the talking wouldn't stop, you know, that's when I was like, fuck it. I wish I, I wish I had dialed it back. 20, 25% and just asked for security. Security wasn't there. I imagine if they had been there, they would have said something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then what the, the audio also doesn't release is that I turned to other people and I roasted other people in the room. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, the way that they cut that up is they made it sound like I was roasting these, these women until they left the room together. And I just showed you guys the tape. That mm-hmm. is not 
what yeah. happened. What actually happened was when I realized that she was upset, I offered a refund and apologized mm-hmm. three times. I offered to meet with them after the show. None of that was accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a mess. It, it was yeah. it was a mess. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen often, you know, but mm-hmm. it does happen. I, I mean, most comedians who work on the road are going to tell you, yeah, I, I had a really bad one, you mm-hmm. know, or, yeah, you know. Well, and it, so then... The way that this all, because also I'm thinking about people who aren't familiar with what we're even talking about. The way that then this all kind of exploded was that this audience member, I guess she, well, well she. To be fair to her, I went on to Instagram after mm-hmm. uh, because I was like wondering how they felt or what was going on. Maybe if they had posted on their yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. And also I wanted to know how familiar with my work she was. Mm-hmm. And when she I left. found they, I she left. They they got up and they got yeah. up after this. And then I offer I told the server, clearly, please mm-hmm. give them a refund. They they denied it again. Yeah. Um, Cause she she was upset, the audience member? Yes. When yes, she got she up? Was very, yeah. Okay. So she was, she was very upset. upset. Yeah. She left. You're on stage. You're you're going Well, even in like again, you said you showed us the tape. In the tape, you can tell that you're going you, you can tell that you're thinking, oh, that interaction didn't go how that wasn't what I thought was happening. I'm yeah. not sure what I'm supposed to do now. Like you say that you say, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do now. I'm sorry. Well, if after they want you a refund, offer a refund and after you offer to speak after the show mm-hmm. and they say no to those things, that's basically all I can do. Apologize, mm-hmm. offer a refund and offer after, to speak after the show. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I'd, I'm not really sure what else I could have done other than yeah. go back in time Mm-hmm. The th- what you were saying, Elena, about like, how am I supposed to know what this person's intents are? So there are going to yeah. be people who are like, well, it doesn't matter. She said that she tried. Her tone doesn't matter. I really, you got to put yourself in a comedy club and imagine mm-hmm. these things being said to a performer during a Mid-performance. live performance. Yeah. yeah, It's very difficult to read the tone if it's serious mm-hmm. because it's not a serious environment. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a... It's not a place where you should be offering up something that you would offer up to your friends in conversation or at a a therapy session because it's, you're not going to be treated that way. There have been times where I've thought people don't really understand what's happening here and I've pulled back, Mm -hmm. but that was not the vibe that I got. Well, and that's Mm -hmm. the, that's the, I think the, the crux of this whole thing, just a little bit of climbing language in there. The, the, the crux of this, this is like, this is like a V10. Like for the record, this whole situation. Oh yes. This, oh yeah. It's really <laughs> put yourself, actually even yeah. That's a V ten. No, this I is mean, a, it's a problem only, to yeah. The only thing I've had worse than this <laughs> worse. The only thing more challenging this than I've had is I've had um I had someone heckle I've had people say, Oh, my father died yesterday. I've had people say, Oh, my yeah. sister molested me as a child. I mean, this is not information that you should be saying to a comedian. Yeah. And, yeah. And with my audience, because of our closeness, I think I get that a little more than the standard comedian gets. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I messed up this time. I, I didn't. I well, didn't. And this is the thing to me. I'm like, and that's where I. <sighs> the movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood. 
Check out Movies Baby with five Y's. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Like you've said, this whole thing is so tough because it was perceived clearly very differently on on two sides, right? Mm-hmm. And then you said, like you, this is also I think really important to say that you reached out to her privately and apologized. Like you spoke privately. I think she accepted your apology if I'm... I'm not sure. I mean, I think what really bothered her is that I ended up blocking her. This is where I really fucked up. This is actually a genuine fuck okay. up. I, bl- I blocked yeah. her on Instagram mm-hmm. because I read her stories and I went through her profile to see if she followed anyone else in my orbit. Mm-hmm. You guys, Maddie, any of the other comedians I work with. She mm-hmm. didn't. And mm-hmm. I thought she literally just found me. Like she probably is not that she probably did not realize how roasty I was mm-hmm. when she yeah. came to the show, which is something that I need to be aware of, by the way. Like that yeah. was a, that was definitely a, mm-hmm. a moment of learning for me. It's like, Oh, you know, well, um, because again, returning to what you said before, you never want to humiliate someone. No. You never want to be like, Oh, you, that was, Oh, you just told me something that actually is quite difficult for you. Yeah. Let me throw that back in your face. Like nobody's trying to do right. that. Nobody's trying to do this. It's a comedy show. I want everyone to be yeah. laughing. And a lot of times the best way is if someone throws out something that could make the whole crowd uncomfortable, which is what this was. Mm-hmm. Hey, I tried. The number one thing you can do is make it camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but you should have tried harder. I'm a survivor. Mm -hmm. If someone said that to me, I would have fucking laughed so hard. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people would laugh really hard at that, but not everybody. And if Mm -hmm. that's not you, you shouldn't be volunteering that information to a comedian. You Mm -hmm. should be offering it to somebody else who's going to provide you something that you're looking for. But anyway, with the blocking, I ended up, blocking them on instagram because i thought if they see that i saw their stories like that they're gonna think that i i don't want to escalate it so i ended up so if you block somebody then they don't see that you showed up that oh i didn't know that some stalking info for you guys but (laughs) and so my my intention was to unblock them after 24 hours Mm -hmm. and that week was the week that i was getting my eggs starting my egg freezing process Mm -hmm. and my medical process so i just kind of lost and i had more tours so i just kind of lost track of it it's not it's not an interaction that there it's it's perfectly okay to be at a comedy show not think that it's funny not agree with the jokes and leave yeah that's perfectly acceptable behavior yeah totally and so you were thinking i don't want to escalate this further I'm checking in on her. I'm going to watch the stories. I'm going to block it. And she seemed okay. And that that almost made me feel weirder because I was like, 
you saw the tape. Her friend insulted me on the way out. They yeah. didn't take the the stuff. So mm-hmm. when I saw that they were doing fine, I was like, I was personally right. very weirded out. Well, and mm-hmm. my, my point is just that even if you hadn't had the egg freezing, the tour, all that stuff going on, I think that it would be pretty understandable for you to not remember that you blocked somebody who left your show because I'm sure that this is not something that has never happened before. I mean, you see them on the internet all the time. Comics are constantly posting these interactions. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Reif has a clip of him saying to a woman that he, that she should hang himself herself with his belt. Um, Yeah. Wow. And what was pretty funny. It has, but but okay. Hey, this is a really good, did you see my reaction? Out of context. Yeah. I'm going, ooh. Yeah. But, yeah. but in, with context. I bet you yeah. should go watch the clip. It's pretty funny because <laughs> yeah. the, the clip is she heckles him and goes, take off your belt, which is so disrespectful. Right. I mean, and for him, it's probably quadruple disrespectful because we understand that he believes his good looks are a distraction for his show. <laughs> right. right. We know and that about context. him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's probably deeply frustrated and goes, yeah. if I take my belt off, will you hang yourself with it? Now, mm. a lot of people whatever yeah the point is yeah this happens and i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's a good thing it's not good that people get humiliated but comedy is a very contact sport when it when Mm -hmm. heckling starts right when heckling starts the comedian it remains a comedian no matter what we remain a comedian and our job is to protect the experience of everyone at the show except now the heckler well, that's, and that's, you see that happen after they leave, right? So the, the woman in the audience leaves, she's upset. You can see that she's upset. The friend gets up, insults you, leaves. And then you can see on stage, you kind of trying to inhabit. You're obviously shaken these, up, like yeah, in the like footage. Yeah, like these two like... spaces of like, you're trying to be like, okay, I have to maintain the show. But also that interaction really didn't go the way anybody yeah, wanted Yeah, if I'm to. just acting as a p- person, I would have followed them out and been like, hey, this like really sucked. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, I so many things went wrong in a row. Mm-hmm. I... Well, and I, then that audio... Oh, sorry, I shouldn't cut you off. Keep going. No, no, it's okay. I mean, and and then the... Yeah, the audio was that's horrific. That's where it's like, I think that this all... Well, it it kind of immediately blew up, like you said, and it went to areas that, like... It, yeah, it just obviously immediately was not okay. But then when that audio came out, it was like... Exactly what you just said. Everybody's saying, like, address this, speak on it. How come you, like, look at this. This is so terrible. And it's like, they edited it. Like, that's not, Mm -hmm. and we're listening to this going, like, how, because like you said, you don't want to be defensive. You don't want to say, like, and none of this is, nobody's saying, oh, this audience member is a a bad person and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, no, nobody wants her to feel bad. Nobody wants her to be humiliated. Nobody mm-hmm. wants anybody to kill themselves. Nobody mm-hmm. wants that, right? Nobody. Oh. Like, I, I can't believe that that nobody. was a takeaway from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so that I feel like could be understood to a level, right? And then that audio comes out where it's just the worst snippets cut yeah. together yeah. as if that's the order that things happened. 
as yeah. if there was no further context, as if you didn't apologize, as if yeah. you didn't give the disclaimers at the beginning of the show, as if you weren't directing those jokes at different people in the audience. Mm-hmm. And it was so, it was difficult for me, so I can't imagine how this all was for you, but like to know that that's the light that you were being painted in when we're sitting here like we tried i know that me and mac tried to be like look this thing happened it was bad but like we know you we and i hope that the people who listen to this podcast know you like (sighs) i mean even if they don't know you though like i feel like it just keeps coming back to a miss a misreading of what happened between two people yeah. Even if they like, you don't have. I don't think you have to know Ashley to know. That's a good point. That yeah. that's just what it keeps coming back to. Like, well, I think um, I think the thing that hurt me the most was with people who are fans of this podcast and people who are fans of my podcast, uh, thinking that kind of equating it to something a that would happen off stage and b that because mm-hmm. um, it's not. It's. Uh, I saw how sad it made some people. Yeah. yeah. And um, I saw how much it triggered people. I just was like really disturbed by how disturbing it was to people. And I I know this is going to sound like uh, you, you can't just take scenes of movies out of a movie. You can't just take sentences of a book out of a book and be like, this is what the author thinks. It's like, mm-hmm. why is it only comedians that we like for our jokes? Like we get this sort of treatment that like, you, you, do you know what I mean? And like, yeah. that that's like, I think there's like this thing with, with people that they want to find out the darkness behind a comedian. They want mm-hmm. to expose this sort of evil i think especially with women mm-hmm. queer women and, yeah and like um anyone could be triggered at a comedy show at any time and i have had people triggered i've seen them walk out of the room and i've seen them come back in mm-hmm. and i said are you okay mm-hmm. like at the meet and greet i'd be like oh, i saw mm-hmm. you walk out are you okay you know mm-hmm. um but i think it's it's obvious because you'll be on a topic like you know i had a, a guy who lost his son and he walked out during this joke involving death mm-hmm. and i was just like i knew instantly you know i've had people you know you know as a comedian in in this case mm-hmm. i i didn't i really thought she was joking around with me you genuinely didn't know she wasn't joking with you and when yeah. even if that was a misinterpretation on your part well the other thing is because of the audio you know i'm mic'd and she's not mic'd so you can't hear a word she's saying but we're both <laughs> we're both screaming and and a number mm-hmm. of the people who were there some people were like, I couldn't even hear Ashley because they were like right next to her. And then yeah. there were other people in the room that were like, I thought this was really inappropriate. And I imagine those people were sitting further away. I mean, it was like a total mess. Be- mm-hmm. And it was, it was a mess. Yeah. And it's my fault that it was a mess. I'm, I'm taking responsibility. Like it's my, there were things in that that were my fault, whether or not they were accidents. So yeah. like, you know, like. And I think that happens. And people, it happens. Like it happens. And you are yeah. sitting here and saying, I never want to humiliate somebody. I never mm-hmm. want. And like, we know that. And that's yes. what's been so. Yeah. Knowing that and then watching everything that followed yeah. was 
like the part that was just unbelievable because it's like this thing happened and from however you perceive it whether you watched the video with the chopped audio or not Mm -hmm. you see that and then you're like how can this be the response that is right Mm -hmm. is like people then you know flipping it on you and telling you that you should kill yourself which is or, obviously the funniest thing that they could possibly do. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, is... I have a good sense of humor. You know, you can say what you want to me all day. People were laughing in the room yeah. because yeah. they understood the context mm-hmm. of the preamble, the trigger warning, and the joke, and they heard the heckling. There is no way they would have been laughing and cheering for these people to leave if it had been just an assault on someone who was otherwise not heckling, not, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just no way. There would be no context for it. The thing that hurt me the most was just knowing that I hurt fans. Like, yeah, because, look, I have learned so much from this experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I've seen things, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, the number one thing that I took away from this is that uh it's actually okay if you love my podcasts and you hate my stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. it's okay both of those things can be true Mm -hmm. and now that a lot of my audience has shifted my audience has changed and I'm experiencing this new audience now that might be a better fit because it's the folks that saw what happened and kind of understand like, okay, these were meant to be jokes. It maybe got a little out of hand, but now the folks who don't see it that way aren't really at the show anymore. And the show is enjoyable for far more enjoyable for everybody there. Mm -hmm. And so I think like, it's okay if you're at home and you're like, I don't like that style of comedy. Now, to be fair, I don't really think the tape is representative of what my comedy is. There's a comedy special. You guys have seen it. I Mm -hmm. think you probably, you know, Mm -hmm. um, there's a comedy special out that is more representative, whatever. But I, I don't, the last thing I want is for my fans to think that I'm some sort of weird edge Lord. That's just going around telling people horrible things because outside there are folks who it's not for. And so when they leave the show, they're just like, Oh, Ashley just screams at us and says that uh, all gay people should be shot up. Like there are things that say that they're like dictations of my jokes that don't make any sense outside yeah. of a comedy environment. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's not the joke. Like that's, yeah. mm-hmm. I gave you guys a really difficult time, oh. you know, Ashley, <laughs> shut oh. the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Ashley, you I, have I, famously I, said on this podcast um, before, no. you have said to us when we are talking about like the process of coming out and that experience, <sighs> In your words, you would not judge somebody based on their actions while they're in the closet because they're essentially just in hell. And that doesn't excuse it, but, you know, like, they're in hell. But this yeah. is a similar situation to that. Like, you can't... That's very nice. Like, that's the dude, best every way, time I've talked to you through this, it's been this. like, I've you been cannot... Bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you were, like, a little bit of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> no, dude. Just, like, a little, but it's okay. No, we love you. And like, that's why we've been here. We are here. We're not going anywhere. Like, yeah. I, and I don't want people to think like I'm like being a victim. I, I don't think of myself as a victim and I'm not trying to play the victim. Like I'm not with these tears. Like I'm not, 
this is like it's so crazy dude like this yeah. whole thing was so and i think yeah. i i have this like memory in my heart of of like when i started my other podcast and i created I've never this. heard of it personally yeah it's really not that popular <laughs> especially <laughs> now i've actually never sorry. cried sorry oh sorry <laughs> and i made this discord and i remember one it's my favorite memory this young trans man being like i'm shaving for the first time and this one of my cis male straight fans being like i can teach you how to shave and he taught him how to shave and i i just feel like i can't believe that there yeah. are people who won't have access to this community because of like this mistake and that breaks my heart it breaks my heart because Look, I want to be a comedian. That's all I want to do. But the one of the reasons I love doing this podcast is because of like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a side effect that I mm -hmm. never knew my work would have. I never, ever, ever in a yeah. million years would have. I mean, maybe you guys, that's like what you do this for. But for me, I like really never thought that that could happen. And mm -hmm. the idea that there are people out there who maybe need that type of thing. And I know they can get it somewhere else. And I really hope that they do get it somewhere else if it's mm -hmm. not from me. But like, I just want people to know that like, I'm not like just some evil person. No. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I don't know how to say this without self-aggrandizing or per being perceived as arrogant or as a narcissist. I mean, so many people have said so many things about me. Mm -hmm. And I am upset that I hurt the heckler but mm -hmm. I'm also really upset that these communities were affected. And yeah, um, yeah. You're, you're hurt. And the, the level of hurt that you experienced is not okay in any world. And you're trying to hold your hurt and you're trying to hold, mm -hmm. you're trying to hold the audience members hurt and you're trying to hold the hurt of the, the rest of your audience, the rest of your audience who's going, yeah. the people who saw that, that or heard that cut up audio and went, whoa, this is not the Ashley I know. This yeah. is not the person that I yeah. have been following. And then took that as truth and left, you know, like, yeah. yeah, I see. And through this, we've seen and we've heard your hurt for those people too, for the people who, like you said, listened to it, saw it, whatever, and were triggered themselves. Nobody ever wants that. None of us yeah. want that. And none yeah. of us feel good that that happened. None of us feel like good didn't come out of this. Yeah. Good didn't come out of this situation. Mm -hmm. um, and thank you guys for um, uh, dealing with me. I'm really sorry. Just really sorry. No, I, I'm honestly so over you apologizing for it. Like genuinely, <laughs> I every time you say that, like, well, fuck that you, is just, fuck like, you, the stupidest shit for you to say. Honestly, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is actually. Because if I was going through, I do think it is genuinely. I think it is like the stupidest shit ever. Seriously, because it's like if I was going through that, I don't even know what I would have done. Like. I literally cannot wig, imagine. And we don't even makeup, know. Gone out in public? The... <laughs> Let's be honest, that doesn't solve anything. Cause okay. some havoc. That's... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Put on the blonde wig? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said put on the blonde nice. wig, some makeup, hit the, yeah. hit the town. I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> this no, took up this... an entire episode, dude. 
I think I think it warranted I think it kind an of needed entire to. episode. This yeah. has been months. It, there's been a lot of people asking questions, throwing around accusations. Um, I know all of us have seen it, and we've been trying to. All of us have been trying to hold. Yeah, it is everybody some major bullshit way. that you guys got anything about this i mean like it is some big time big time bullshit you guys are probably the most affected i mean no way dude uh, no <laughs> no uh, but, uh, I, we, we were close. affected but not the i mean most maybe affected. maybe jen who is just an angel on this earth yeah i mean if anything i learned from this i i have maybe one of the most incredible support systems i didn't even I mean, my sister, my girlfriend, my friends here in New York, the comedy community. Oh, my God. The comedy community just absolutely mm-hmm. every day. Comedy is yes. is just, uh, it's my whole world, so. And you're a person. Like, this is what's, I just, this idea that, like, this kind of jumping on the bandwagon. That, well, now we could talk about the whole cancel culture thing. Just, like. That people would take that one thing. When people came to me and were saying, how can you be friends with? How can you support? How can you not hold accountable this person who's done this horrible thing? And to be like, you really are taking that stance without... no, Like, you don't think that the three of us have been talking through this whole thing? Like, you don't think that the three of us who are friends, who know each other. You don't think that we're trying to figure out the best way to hold everybody's hurt? Of course we are. Well, I also think, like, it comes to media literacy, too. Like, but because they don't even understand that when someone stops a piece of audio, talks in the middle of it, and then starts it again, Mm -hmm. that maybe you jumped over or you put something in front or you said this, Mm -hmm. that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so opened up my eyes to the the time that we're living in in this whole new way that has really uh beyond my own experience i am really genuinely terrified about things like misinformation media literacy echo Mm -hmm. chambers Mm -hmm. i mean like uh having been the subject of it I mean, even beyond, like, you see in comment sections, somebody will say, like, I met blank at a coffee shop and they, like, knocked my coffee over. You know, like, something like that. And there's just, like, how could you know that's true? How could Mm -hmm. you know? Every time I see something about that where somebody's saying they met whoever it is, a celebrity, content creator, and they're saying this experience they had with them. How can you even know that that's true? And it can spread well, like and wildfire. People can have so such different perceptions of the two same people can experience. meet at the. I mean, I all the time. I met someone on a plane. It, a comment I think in either this podcast or the other one. They, I, I smile. They were freaking out to see me on the plane. This is my experience. They look like, mm-hmm. oh, do I say hi? Do I not say hi? And so I went, kind of like that, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like I, I see you. Hello, you know. I knew they were recognizing me. Mm-hmm. And then in the comments, they wrote. She gave she she gave me the weirdest smile or something. Yeah. I was like, I gave you the weirdest smile. You look like you look like yeah. you were gonna jump out of a fucking plane, bro. Like, <laughs> so like 
two people can have these wildly different experiences based on the moods that they're in in the moment yes you know what i'm saying and and neither one is necessarily wrong Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that being able to recognize that and say that while also saying, and I'm sorry that I caused you pain. I'm sorry that 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 was your experience because that was not, this is what I was kind of saying early, early was like intent versus impact. No, intent does not equal impact. Right. Obviously. But it does, it does matter. Like, right, you're, because you're I'm not apologizing, to... you're owning the impact, you're saying, whoa, no, I'm, no, 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 sorry, that's not what I, what I want, and also, this was my intent, that, like, there is room for intent within impact, and I think maybe that gets missed. Yes, I, I mean, like, I am, I continue to be sorry uh, to anyone who's not had a good time at my show, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, like, I'm... I want to be the best comedian that I can possibly be. I want literally everyone to have a great time. Mm-hmm. I hope that if there are people that heard the audio, that they're able to like listen to this. And if they want the full perspective, they're able to get it. And, you know, if they still are wanting to not stick around, then that's their prerogative. But mm-hmm. at least they're able to hear the full thing and not a chopped up version of it. Right. I think that's a good, yeah, that's a good point too, that like, we're also not sitting here saying that now you have to, that you have to now feel great about this whole thing. If you're listening you to do. this, you actually, <laughs> actually, you guys, uh, no, I'm not even going to make sarcastic Maybe, jokes about yeah, it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I wish, I wish I could, but <laughs> you're smart nobody's saying like, okay, you, you have to now feel like there's no side. I, that's what I was just going to say. Is this it's was, not like nobody's saying, let's take really, this we, side, we take, take this side. conversation very seriously. Let's zoom out. It was yeah. a comedy show. Yeah. It mm-hmm. went poorly. Mm-hmm. I am sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that's what actually happened. Yeah. yeah. I've saw people saying like that you like bully the audience into laughing. <laughs> yeah that's that's wild and i'm like uh i've been to comedy shows this is another thing i think is kind of funny is people might like i actually kind of am a comedy fan like i've like got like i like actually love stand-up comedy and i've been to a fair few number of comedy shows in my day you can tell if the comedian is making jokes that the audience is uncomfortable with it's weird in there like yeah. it's like quiet people are you might get like nervous laughter you don't have uproar like out loud laughter the way that you hear even in the cut-up version yeah if the audience is uncomfortable or like the comedian is saying things that are not being well received yeah comedy is one of those things man where look i mean now i now i'm so entrenched in it that i laugh at pretty much any kind of style of comedy clean as dark as humanly possible. I'll Mm -hmm. laugh at anything because I appreciate all of it. But that wasn't always true. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a very, very famous, I'm not going to say who it was, very famous heckling kind of similar to my situation that uh, came out about 10 years ago. And at the time I thought, he can't joke like that. And now Mm -hmm. I listen to it and I'm like, that shit's pretty funny. See, and (laughs) and I'll say, I'm, I'm probably more in the middle of the spectrum in terms of like laughing at certain jokes. And so like, I, I will be the person that 
hears jokes and like don't think that they're funny think it's too far think that it shouldn't be joked about in that way but that's the important piece i don't think there are things that quote unquote shouldn't be joked about like suicide there are ways that you can joke about anything where you're not like punching down or making the punchline the bad thing and you don't do that like that's the thing that's missed in these clips is the joke is not I hope somebody dies when they go home tonight. That is not the joke. No, the joke is taking the power back. Yes. The joke is like, mm -hmm. I thought I thought me and this girl, we were taking her power back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that it didn't land that way. I misinterpreted it. She mis she misspoke, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. It didn't it didn't end up that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We we've been going a while. Okay. We, we have. Thank you. I mean, no, I like. I, I hope like you guys didn't feel out. pressured to speak in a way that you. No, no I, I think this I, was a great conversation. I'm actually yeah. really glad that we were able to talk about it because we haven't all three talked about it online before. Yeah, and that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, you guys. It was all rough, really, and also really... just like wanting you to be able to move on, however it is. Well, we need to do that because I've been a pain in the ass. So I, you know, I need. <laughs> oh. Alanis, Mac Alanis hates it. I like, kind of yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> Max, Max's like, shut it. up. I'm like, mm, you can say it. You can tell me again. The reason it's been I hard know. is because <laughs> it's just hard to make content when you're worried. To, yeah. You know, yeah. When you but, can't speak, when you can't, you can't speak you can't openly. Speak, yeah. yeah. When, when you can't, can't speak, speak honestly. And all three of us were trying to navigate this, like, keep making content, keep supporting each other, but also. Like, we can't speak openly. Yeah, it was rough. But now, I hope that people listening to this, and I hope that if that audience member listens to this, I hope that she also sees, like, we're not trying to attack anybody. We're not no. trying to say no. that it just, it was all a mess. Well, I know that she feels that good did come out of it on her end because people mm -hmm. who were survivors who felt like this was not appropriate, like reached out to her and she raised some money for a suicide walk. And I, oh, I okay. think that's fantastic, yeah. um, obviously. And if she feels like she's gathering community around her, I, I think that's great. Maybe we could do it in a way that is separate from each other now, you know? I can keep doing <laughs> yeah. the thing for my community that my community yeah. really likes, taking back the power, doing dark jokes that make us feel good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she can choose what she wants to do you know yeah mm -hmm. well okay and yeah. that's great if she raised some money and, and yeah um, is is speaking with people i think those are obviously good things i'm like yeah i want everybody to love each other all the time that probably <laughs> won't be a result of this no i know i, don't, I know <laughs> me and me and the heck with me and the audience member go and sit you become our therapist yeah exactly Look, we got off to a rocky start, Listen, but we I are married now. Like, you're and, joking, uh... but I would actually, like, my, to have the three of us in a room, I would be like, by the end, we'd be hugging. Oh, Elena. I'm sick that day. I don't, I, think, <laughs> Elena, I don't think there's a therapist on the planet talented enough. To... <laughs> you guys are really good, and I'm really sorry. No, it's, it's okay. You did the best that you could. Like, you truly did the best that you could. So. I still can't believe you did as good as you did. We're here now. We handled it as well as we could. Um, and we hope that this brings some clarity to the pizza, the listeners. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley, I hope that this helps you feel more like just more comfortable on the internet generally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Mac, I hope that you burn that wig. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Uh, usually we take a question from patreon.com slash chosen family podcast, but today obviously we had a big, bigger fish to fry. Um, what do we have for dinner? Fish to fry. Really? <laughs> no. I don't know. What did we have for dinner? I think some people would like me to have anthrax for dinner. Okay. <laughs> okay. We gave Ashley anthrax I think anthrax some people want me to have some cyanide pills for dinner. No, it seems like we were too stressed out to eat, if I'm being honest. I yeah. know it's not a good <laughs> yeah. thing, but... There's yeah. cold food on the table. Yeah, we, yeah. we could Dinner got cold. Eat. I but we'll this... have a big breakfast tomorrow. There it is. <laughs> okay, thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next week. As always. Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production. Hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell. Executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever! Yeah.